Welcome to another episode of the Speak the Language podcast. Today is Monday, March the 22nd, and um, even though, I mean, this is a regular weekly episode, we have a, I feel like we got a lot of action to catch up on between what happened last Monday and this. Ain't no doubt. Did have a lot of... <laughs> We've been going. Did have a lot of uh, things happen that's worth mentioning. Um, before we get too much into the episode, um, if you haven't checked out the Primo's Hunting YouTube channel lately, you definitely should. We've been uploading some new hunts on there. Uh, that haven't been before, but been before seen so go to youtube type in primos hunting should be the first channel to pop up and you can see those videos there and also we had a promo code running on those videos as well yep primos 21 i believe mm-hmm. i think it's primos 21 but if it's not it says the right one on those videos pretty sure it's primos 21 you can use those use that promo code at primos.com um on any item that's not previously discounted and be sure to check out the onyx hunt app use the code promo code primos 20 not to get those confused primos 21 is primos.com primos 20 is onyx primos 20 saves you 20 percent off your onyx membership so into the meat of the conversation i know we have like we have a hunt to talk about on this podcast today being march the 22nd the hunt that took place happened March the twenty second. It happened this morning. Yeah, but we'll get to that before we get before we get to that. The last time we talked, old Penhody man was with us. Yeah, he was in the back bedroom editing. Editing is editing is a little life away. That was opening day in Mississippi. It was opening day in Mississippi. Opening day in Alabama was just Saturday, right? Yep, been open for three days. Mm-hmm. So we will get to Alabama, but first. We have to tell you about the latter part of our hunt with old Davy Owens. Yeah. So did we do, did we do anything? I know we went that afternoon. We went right after we uh, got done with the podcast, mm-hmm. and I don't remember anything of anything happening. Yeah, I don't remember it being very eventful. I think we got wet. Did it rain on us? It rained like every day. Yeah. Like. I'm trying, I'm, I'm, it must have not been eventful because I don't remember anything from yeah, that that's, afternoon. Uh, it, we had to skedaddle out of the woods again because we almost got wet. Is that when we went to your spot? Yeah, and we sat up there where we saw the gobblers that morning. Yeah. And then we had to skedaddle because the thunderhead was heading straight towards us. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. So then second day rolls around. That was on a Tuesday. Same deal rain all day that was the whole story i feel like for the first week of the season or for the first few days of the season was wind and rain wind and rain wind and rain yeah it was bad we didn't do anything tuesday did not hear a turkey did not see any tracks yeah i don't even think we saw one anywhere from the road if i remember right Mm -hmm. so it was a washout completely yeah we tried though oh we did try We, we was out there yipping that's what you know persistence is key yeah that's what they say and then i got sick that night yeah this is when things get interesting so we stopped at bumpers that afternoon because dave was wanting some food mighty bad it was and uh we pull up in bumpers and i grab a little snack chicken pack thing and he gets a foot long chili cheese dog and uh ate or food or whatever going down the road we went to my lease that afternoon Mm mm-hmm 
Did uh, we did see a hen that day? That's we saw right. a hen. We did see a hen, and the hen saw us, but we did see a hen. But it let me know there's turkeys there because yeah. that was like the second turkey I've seen there in about three years. Right. But uh, jam up spot. Man, I'm telling you, it's, it's worth all hundred seventy five dollars. I'm telling you. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> ain't, I think we've heard one turkey there in four seasons so far. So it's jam up. Jam up. But that night when we got home, I was sitting on the couch with Jesse, just catching up with her and Brindley for the day, and I got to feeling a little woozy. And by the time it was time to go to bed, I was not good at all. Mm-mm. Only thing we could uh, have to thank for it was the bumpers chicken. Bumpers chicken. And uh, I don't know what what happened there, but I either got a stomach bug. Our food poisoning. It the way it well because here's I didn't me or Dave knew nothing of this until a little after four a.m. the next morning. Yeah, I texted you at three, and I didn't respond. I had not been up at like I had not been asleep hardly at all at mm-hmm. three o'clock in the morning because I was kept on help because this happened to me before. You eat something bad, you know, you get it out of you, and then you're fine like a couple hours later. Yeah, that did not happen. I, got, I mean, like at 3 a.m., I'm like, I got to text Lake and them. If something don't change within the next hour, I ain't going hunting. Yeah. Like, I, I was rough. So, I, yeah, I get a phone call from you, and I could tell when when I answered the phone the way you were talking, I was like, he don't feel good. I was bad. I yeah. had fever, throwing up, all kind of stuff. So I stuck my head in the door where Dave was. I was like, Dave, we're a man down. He's like, huh? I told him, I said, the first th- I'm pretty sure the first thing he said was like, yeah, Jordan's sick. He went that bumper's chicken. <laughs> it was a little suspect but i ate it anyway because yeah. i was hungry too yeah but uh it was not good no so, so we, y'all went hunting without me we had to i mean it's third day of the season and it was we didn't have rain it wasn't good conditions but we didn't have rain yeah so it was supposed to come a bunch of tornadoes later on but the morning was okay yeah the, the forecast which the forecast was hit and miss literally the entire time I mean, they were right on the clouds and rain part, but they would call for rain, and it wouldn't happen then. It would happen another time. And what we saw was that the rain was supposed to hit at about noon or a little little before, a little after. So we were like, we got enough time to squeeze a morning hunt in. Um, so we went, broke day, heard nothing, absolutely nothing. Went, and you met, on the first podcast, we talked about spotting those strutters and trying to get them you know get the drop on them and it didn't work me and dave's original plan was we'll find us you know just kind of ooze in close to where we saw those turkeys the other day um set stake our claim for a little bit yelp a little bit for a while and you know see what happens because they're not gobbling very much we probably we we did that found us a good spot with the best cover you could find that time of year sat there for probably a little over an hour y'all did the log man yeah which you know it's effective but it's not the most exciting way of hunting no. and, but i mean when turkeys ain't gobbling and the woods are as open as they are it's kind of you know we felt like it was worth doing that because we'd seen turkeys there we knew there had to be some in the area somewhere yeah i mean they're over there trying to bushwhack you bushwhacking them yeah so if yeah. you go walking around they're gonna know you're there yeah so well to some degree uh because finally dave was like he was like what time is it? i think at the time it was like half half past nine or quarter to ten somewhere in there and he was like you want to go try to strike something rain's about to roll in we don't know how much time we're going to have to hunt and i was like yeah let's do it so we bail 
and we start moving and trying to stick to cover as much as we can and calling every so often and it had come a big rainstorm the night before so uh everything was wet i had done i had done uh topped both my boots with water trying to cross a creek so i was already soaking wet dave was wet i mean you know how it is even when you have to set up sit on the ground i mean you're just wet oh yeah because everything's wet yeah you just get nasty yeah it was one of those kind of days but it ain't like you're gonna go to the truck no no as long as it ain't raining i'm staying in the woods and uh me and dave were talking you know the, the whole you know how it is it had been three days weather like that we hadn't heard a gobble since the first day dave was like remember at one point dave was like if i could just have a hen answer me i'd turn a backflip i was like man i know it and he, you know how how it goes we all we were doing the same thing the previous day we were going man sooner or later one's gonna fire off and the whole everything's gonna change and um it's probably at the, this time we'd been moving around it was a little bit after 10 quarter after half past 10 something like that we walk a little bit and stop and dave yelps course dave's yelping i mean why am i going to yelp when dave's there you know yeah <laughs> it's like you're trying to uh sing in front of aretha franklin or something sure yeah so dave yelps and right towards the tail end of his yelping i hear a turkey gobble and i heard like i was sure i was right when i heard it i was like 100 percent. that's a turkey dave heard it in the middle of his yelping and he turned around spun around look at me he goes was that a hen i said no that was a gobble he was like, you serious? I was like, I promise. He's like, all right, wait, wait. And he yelped again. He oh, hit it again. And then luckily, like we talked about before, I skipped ahead. Before he made that second call, we both looked over and goes, we can, well, there was a perfect spot. Like, we can get right there. Yeah, find your setup in case yeah. he breaks a lot of ground fast. So we saw where we'd hit the ground if we needed to. He caught, he gobbled again. He's about 150, and we go to getting down, you know, scramble over. We're right, you know fire break was kind of right there and then there was that kind of thick understory and then that buffer strip of open woods and so good spot to set up we set up he turns around looks at me like kind of gives me like you good i was like yeah and uh i can't remember if he gobbled again at the very next call but the second time that he gobbled i think we both knew he was still far enough out that we could move again and we both wanted to move up a little bit more mm -hmm. so we crawl he crawls up, you know, a couple of trees. I crawl up a couple of trees. We're still within five yards of each other. And that second time we moved, I think we were both to the spot. We're like, all right, this is this is it. This will work. He was kind of at the point of these little trees. Hey, guys. Going to pause the conversation for just a quick second to make sure I mention the Onyx Hunt app. Onyx is one of those tools that I really don't know what we would do without it. It is something that I'm not lying when I say we use it every single day. All of us on the Primos team, we are big believers in the Onyx Hunt app. doesn't matter if you're hunting public land, private land, ground that's completely new to you, or ground that you have hunted for years. I promise you, Onyx can improve the way that you hunt. So check it out today, the Onyx Hunt app, and use the promo code PRIMOS20 to save 20% off on your Onyx Hunt membership. And uh, calls again, he gobbles, and when he gobbles that time, like it's evident that turkey is coming, and he's close. And through this falling over tree, I catch a little bit of movement, and I was like, I think that's the turkey, but I'm not certain caught like a little glimpse of a white and then finally i caught it again it was that turkey's head and i saw his fan pop up and down i said dave he's right there he's right there kind of finally eases out in the open kind of walking in quarter strut and 
honestly, he did perfect. It was about everything you could ask for. He, he When he got right out in the open, he held his ground there for a little bit, just kind of strutted for a little bit and turned. Observing the area. Yeah, and he'd crane his head up and look. And the past few times, this is important too, right before he saw him, Dave called real softly and he was throwing his call, you know, taking his hand, making throwing the sound of the right. Yeah. So that's what I think, I mean, what made the turkey pull that direction. Um, and he broke strut that final time and just kind of started slowly walking, angling towards us. And I actually got, I lost the turkey for a little while because he got behind a big tree for me. So I zoomed out. I catch some more movement. And then I see two more turkeys pop up, gobblers. <laughs> and I'm like, at the, I was like, it would not make any sense why one of those would be the turkey that I saw because of the way they're facing. But those are the only turkeys I can see right now. So I zoom in on them. And they're kind of moving that direction, but slow. They're probably about 100 yards out. And all of a sudden, I hear Dave go, you see him? Or he said something, you, you got him or something like that. I was like, oh, goodness. So I start zooming out. And then the turkey, I mean, the turkey had come out the other side of the trees about 40 yards. Luckily, I'd got back on him, told Dave I saw him, and he shot, and that was that. And then we commenced to celebrating. Y'all don't kill a turkey without me. That's all you took away from that? Yep. That's all you took away from that story? That's a pretty good hunt, though, sounds like. <laughs> I hate I missed it. <laughs> I did feel bad for you. It was not pleasurable sitting at the house while y'all was out in the woods. Yeah, I did not. Like, I promise you, I mean, there'll probably come a time where I give you grief about it. But at the time you guys, Dave, I was like, I don't even want to tell him because <laughs> he's just going to be upset. Yeah. But I it, wasn't too bad upset. I just, I'd been upset if I'd like slept in or something like that, you know. Yeah, there wasn't nothing you could do. No, I couldn't get out of the bed. The, the thing about that, though, that made that hunt so special is uh, there's... You know, it, it. this is the way me and Dave talked about it, is I know we talk a lot about on here, you know, if the conditions aren't right and you got the time to hunt, leave the turkeys alone. Yeah. But this, this hunt particularly was kind of catered more to the situation of the guy that maybe he's only got weekends to hunt. Yeah. Or he's only got, you know, he saves up his vacation time for turkey season. Well, I turn grind the pavement. When you, you there's no... If the conditions are bad, the conditions are bad. We got to do what we got to do, you know? Yeah. And that's what we did. Like, Dave only had a few more days left. We only had a day or two left, and we had to come to Alabama. So we were like, we know this is not optimal conditions, and we know this is not optimal time to be walking around the woods trying to strike a turkey, but this is what we have to work with. And it happened to work, you know? That's right. And, you know strike a turkey like that after 10 a.m third day of the season him come in acting like that it was it was mighty nice ain't no doubt i wish i could have been there to see it yeah but i got to see one since then yeah so, of them. so that moves forward to alabama yep we get in a truck and i come over here friday for opening day saturday mm -hmm. where are you at i was i was i wasn't here why? Because I had work to do, man. I didn't get. Were, to... were you definitely sick in the bed? No, I was not sick in the bed. Well, what's your what's a good excuse then? I there had is to... no there is no good excuse. I had to go. I had to go look at a piece of property, but I. Oh gosh. But uh, I made. I was here that afternoon. I missed one morning. Yeah. Yeah, and that was on opening a, day. 
but it was on saturday i still hunted i went into i went and hunted a spot in uh that morning before i went and did my thing and then came up here oh so you telling me you could have been over here earlier but you went hunting no i went hunting first and then went and looked at that property oh gotcha <laughs> did you hear any turkeys i didn't hear one did you go to one of my spots no okay good what are you talking about no i went to my i went to one of my old faithfuls that i hadn't hunted in like four years oh the 40 mm-hmm the I old turkey 40 i got you yeah well we, you didn't miss nothing over here we heard one turkey gobble opening morning and we did not hear a turkey after that because it was crappy weather yeah I think the the opening week, at least in Mississippi, I know the opening week was tough on a lot of guys. Obviously, some guys found some success. Happy for them, but most of the people that I talked to, and for most of what I seen, that's what they were experiencing. Yep. No gobbles and pretty much all day here in uh, West Alabama. Saturday it was no gobbling from everybody we were talking to. Yeah, but and, uh, that all changed yesterday. Yeah, yesterday morning was fun. Yesterday morning they gobbled a lot. Front blew out. Bluebird came in. Cold. Yeah, it was. It was like 38 that morning. Yeah, it was cool yesterday morning, and they gobbled really good. Yeah, the way that we summed that hunt up yesterday morning was about as much fun as you can have without shooting a turkey. Yeah, I mean, crap. We got out of the buggy and uh, walked 200 yards and started hearing the turkey gobble. And Kurt was like, "I know where we need to get." They go through this bottom a lot when they fly down and uh he was right he was right we were just off the mark by what 20 yards yeah i mean we were just and facing the wrong way for caleb kurt's son he couldn't couldn't get around because he'd had to shoot right past you yeah you you was in the bass why'd you why'd you sit where you did i just i was trying to get you know i was trying to uh, i don't know We was all up in a monkstrom golly. We we yeah. we had strutting turkeys within seventy, eighty yards of us, we fighting and purring, he, and hens clucking and cutting and carrying on. I mean, you heard about any turkey noise you could think of yesterday morning for spring turkey, you know, the breeding season and all that. They were cutting up. What I always forget because you don't see it that often, or hear that often, is turkeys fighting each other like that. Yeah, you forget how loud it is when they go to popping each other with their wings. Sounds like it hurt. <laughs> for sure it's wild but we uh how many longbeards in there three or four wasn't it something like that four or five yeah. i don't know but mm-hmm. just never could get one in front of us and range to die which it can be when they get all in a wad like that they get so it seems like they get so zoned in to each other yeah that you, you they don't really pay anything else other attention unless you're inside their bubble i mean there's turkeys yelping everywhere yeah like we're yelping they're yelping they're gobbling we're gobbling it was a party there was a lot going on and uh anyway they finally worked off and we made a big old loop just striking and going and seeing if we could strike something else and i don't think we got on one more turkey i think but he'd shut up yeah and uh ended up coming back around to that same area about three hours later and yeah got out of the buggy and mm-hmm. and he was real close to where we were that morning set up first thing and uh we got sat down second time we hit the call he was done close the dif- distance what 100 yards mm-hmm. he was and coming then y'all saw him yeah. like right after that yeah you can see him you know how i mean it, the sun had done got up you can see him sun glimmering on his feathers you're like mm-hmm. yeah that's what that is 
and I never could see him at that point because I was to y'all's left, and uh, he got to what fifty, and yeah, forty-five is fifty, and it's not a good shot or whatever. Yeah. And, just, and then he went in the woods, and he ended up being what within forty of all three of us that had guns. Yeah. Well, he walked. He he gave the people that had guns. He had no shot. I was sitting there with a the camera, and I could have killed him five times, <laughs> and and was just filming him, which that's how it works, you know. Yeah. And anyway, he gets over to my left and strutting and gobbling and for, what, an hour? Yeah. And he's 45 yards, and I need him to move at least, like, six inches to the left. Yeah. And he every time he'd spin, he'd move to the right. <laughs> like, he was like an invisible wall there. He would not step out in that little, one little hole. Yeah. That's one of those turkeys that wears you out because you sit in one spot for so long and you can't move and I you don't want to move. I you, knocked my safety off like a dozen times. Yeah. All right. Here he comes. Crap. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those deals. And uh, he he ended up easing on off after we just shut up on him and see if he'd either come or go, one or two. And uh, we tried to make another move on him. I think we ended up maybe bumping him or something i don't have no idea what happened he was yeah. gobbling good then he wasn't so who knows who knows i don't feel like he could see us where we at so i don't know you never know uh, maybe we may have bumped something across to him a deer or something you don't ever know but at that time it was what like noon a little past noon yeah and then we got on uh came back to the camp and got on a turkey yesterday afternoon Mm-hmm. and they were gobbling good yesterday afternoon yeah yeah they were and that is the loudest drumming turkey I've ever heard in my entire life, I think. Yeah. Because when he'd gobble, he would sound like he's 125, 150 yards. And then when he'd drum, you'd swear you'd be able to see him. Yeah. So I couldn't figure that deal out, and he was around us all afternoon. The only, uh, the only other time I've heard a turkey and known I was hearing him drum that far away, I was with Wilbur in Texas. But you we could were, see the yeah, turkey. I could see the turkey, and we were in an open field. We was in some dense woods, and we were hearing that turkey drum. Yeah, it beat anything I ever seen. Like even like like I, yesterday afternoon when he actually got in the clear timber, I still couldn't see him, and it sounded like he was like seventy to yards drumming. Yeah, it was a uh, it was wild for sure. But that ended up we're telling all this story because it leads into this morning because yeah. we'd end up roosting those turkeys yeah like we heard them fly up and uh it was a gaggle of them to our right like they they got we got them to gobble on the roost last night or one of them did yeah and then the one that we actually were listening to drum all day probably roosted 200 yards from them so yeah. that was our plan all along was to go get in between them this morning which is has has a high percentage of working when you Especially can do that in the early season like yeah. a lot of times they'll gobble at each other on the roost and they hit the ground they'll go meet each other yeah and have coffee together whatever they do and uh this morning we snuck in there and the pitch pretty dark they hadn't flown down yet and uh what well, it took us 20 minutes to creep through them woods to get where we thought we should be yeah and by the time we got to the tree like right at fly down time me and you sat down by this big old oak and the first time they gobbled they were still in a tree and then like the second time they gobbled they were on the ground yeah so it was perfect timing and we were probably what 150 from them yeah maybe 175 yeah. and uh the turkey that we roosted last night behind us finally gobbled yeah we were doubting we were like is it, we don't know if he's there or not well, you know because he was being so quiet for a little while bob walker was hunting with us and he's like i think i heard him one time walking in but i wasn't sure 
I was like, all right, you probably you probably did. If I know how Bob is, he'll mm-hmm. he'll act like he's doubtful about it, but he knows he really did hear it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we were sitting there and yelping at the turkeys out in front of us, and this turkey behind us goes to gobbling. I know he gobbled once, and we were like, where is he? I think he's behind us. I look at Bob, yeah. and he's like behind us. And uh, we wait a few seconds, yelp again, and he's closer. And I look at Bob, and he's, he both, we're both making the same decision, him and Kurt, like, doing these hand signals, like, we, let's swap we, trees. That's essentially what we did. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, because Bob and Kurt were behind us, and we to make this work, they'd have to get, we'd have to swap trees so we wouldn't be shooting past them. Yeah. And um, that next time he gobbled, he, he was like, maybe 150-ish. Yeah. It's like, all right, let's move yeah, now. Yeah, we got to. Yeah. We got to go now or it ain't going to happen. Yeah, if those woods we were in were not as dense as they were, there's no way we could have pulled no. that off. No way. And uh, me and you jumped up and we bypassed Kurt and Bob. They were coming to our tree and we were going to theirs. The footage is pretty funny. <laughs> I looked at it because you know how we got, I've got the one big camera, how we do. We've got one big camera. I always got one little camera. I kept the little camera rolling to catch the move that uh-huh. we made. And you can see us get up and you walking and you can see us going this way and here we pass Kurt and Bob. And as we pass Kurt <laughs> hey, and Bob, brothers, y'all heard, Danny? We we, kinda, as we pass Bob, Bob goes, you better set up quick, he's coming. And we just whoop, we just kind of yeah. like passing each other on the highway. And you jumped down at the tree they were sitting on and I crawled up about another five feet or so to another tree. Yeah. And uh, as soon as I sat down, it's like it ripped off and he's like 125 yards. Yeah. I'm like, get ready. Yeah. And uh, sitting there, sitting there, I hear him drumming. And uh, I can't remember if it was me or Bob. One of us yelped, and he just rattled off one yeah. of them. It's <sighs> like, all right, we're finna see him. And which I was, honestly, I was thankful that he was closer because the first time when I heard that drum, I was like, I'm not being so easily fooled this time because yeah. he still may be far away. But then he gobbled. I was like, okay, he is close. Yeah, we finna be seeing him. And uh, I think a few seconds or half a minute or so went by and somebody yelped again and he gobbled and he was even closer and then you saw him yeah and he was coming at me and you both thought he was going to come high you know because we yeah. were kind of on that little ridge and we thought he's going to pop up there but he didn't he was just off of it a little bit yeah but and ridge as in a three inch elevation change yeah well ridge in there yeah it, well you gotta set it up but mm-hmm. there's very little elevation change we're in a cypress swamp yeah and uh you see him, and I finally see him too, and he's like forty yards. I'm yeah. like, if something don't go wrong here, we got him. Yeah. Eventually, he's just steady coming towards us. I think I ended up shooting him at like thirty yards. Yeah, I don't know. I just know I got on him, and he <laughs> was. It's just like I know. We talked about this. Like it, it's fun to get them strutting out in the field and stuff because you get to see them and everything. But them slipping up through those thick timber like that and that's just drumming and stuff that's the definition of a turkey hunt when i think about a turkey hunt yeah i guess it's probably because we grew up in the south and hunting national forests and all that kind of thing you don't hunt fields you don't have access to them Mm-mm. i mean the place i grew up hunting on private we had some cattle pastures stuff i hunted a pretty good bit but even the majority of the turkeys I ended up killing there were in the timber yeah just because the field turkeys were the ones you didn't mess with they were yeah. hard to kill are harder they're all hard to kill at some point but uh yeah when i think about hunting turkeys i think about a hardwood bottom 
And, yeah. You know, water and stuff, and that's just what comes to mind. It's yep. like you're slipping through some yellow tops. And when they're even when they're in gun range, you're going, I can't shoot, you know, because he's just yeah. not, he's going behind so many things and branches and briars and all that. And I mean, we've had like six turkeys in gun range in the last two days over here. We've got yeah. one dead. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just kind of the name of the game, but that's what God, was so fun. Yeah. You come up there drumming, and it's just it, it is another thing too. Just I guess from just a visual point of it you watch and that that early morning everything's kind of dim looking everything's kind of grayish and you said the old black bowling ball coming yeah through. with that red head he just everything he just sticks out so much when he finally gets in view he just everything about him just seems to just kind of shine mm-hmm. out there strutting and then the <laughs> can we talk about the trigger pull sure <laughs> Monday, but we usually try to get them in the morning. But 
again i knew what we had this morning i was like man if we ended up killing that turkey it'd be fun to tell the story like it just happened and it worked out that way so yeah um we'll wrap this conversation up guys hope you enjoyed it as uh as always if you have any questions or topics you want us to cover don't hesitate to send them in um and do us a favor if you're listening to us on itunes go and leave us a rating and uh write us a review it's always appreciated catch you back next week as always thank you for listening to the speak the language podcast